Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Many of you who've been with me for a while know that I love getting things done in the most efficient and effective way possible. So I'm always looking for ways to work smarter from a more inspired place and from a higher level order. Many of us believe that in order to squeeze out higher levels of productivity, we have to exert our will even more, work more hours, or work harder. Today, we're going to discuss some spirit hacks that you can use to increase your productivity so you're working smarter, not harder. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help to begin to clear the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? So Karen, um, I think maybe where we need to start, um, and this is probably for me, Mm -hmm. is what do you mean by a spirit hack? Yeah. So as some of you may or may not know, a hack is a way to shortcut something, to make it more effective, more quickly, because you have more information about the system that you're working within. So for example, the, the guy who sort of, to me, when I first heard this term or started hearing about this idea, was Tim Ferriss's book, The Four-Day Workweek. And he was what he was in that book, he was talking about, do you have to conform to this idea that you have to work a really, you know, go through college, go into a regular workforce, accumulate money and all that stuff in order to attain wealth. He was like, actually, can you work smarter, reduce the number, it's the four-hour work week, excuse me. So it's like, how do you work smarter so that you don't have to work as much and then you can enjoy life more? And so he has this whole series of different things that you can do and he's sort of extended it beyond the work world into like life hacks. How can you do things in a way that's better, more productive, more efficient, more joyful in a shorter period of time? So that's really what I'm using in terms of hack. Why I'm using the word spirit hack is because there are things that you can use if you're doing, so we're talking about productivity today. There are things that you can use where you engage spirit in a mindful way to allow you to have a greater, more effective, more resourced, more fulfilled, more inspired level of productivity than if you're not using them. So that's what I mean by a spirit hack in relation to productivity. Hmm. So I'm wondering if the first part of that, and kind of going back to the book that you referred to, is kind of what is my mindset? What have I bought into as far as what should my world look like? You know, do I have to work five days a week, you know, Mm -hmm. eight to 10 hours a day? Mm -hmm. And so, and what you're talking about with the spirit hack is kind of, you know, what what does that mean from this whole frequency work standpoint? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what I'm saying is you can use spirit and what your knowledge is of spirit deliberately to help you be more productive. Yeah. So what I'm going to start to do, since there seems to be a bit of confusion, is I'm going to start to outline what some of them are. Okay, so that I think will help okay. to clarify things. Okay. okay, so these are practical tips of how to integrate these things into your life so that if you would like to become more productive, you can. Mm. Right. So you're using not just the physical and mental emotional things, you're actually using the world of spirit, which is a much higher resonating order, which mm. will allow you to be much more productive. Mm. So. 
the first thing that I would say is it's really critical to um, bring ourselves back into presence. Okay, so I'm going to back up out of this because what happens is that a lot of times when we start to work, we get very pulled into our computers, into our devices, into the meeting, into the whatnot. So we get distracted by other people's urgencies, that type of thing. So what I've noticed is that, and I, what I've learned from actually um, a fellow by the name of Brendan Burchard, is that in terms of studies, our productivity is best if we work for 50-minute segments and then take a break for 10 minutes and then start working again for 50 minutes because your brain, the way that it works in terms of how it cycles, can only be productive for that long before it takes a nosedive in terms of its ability to focus. Okay, So the spirit hack comes in with in terms of how do you bring yourself back into presence in those 10 minutes because that's when you can reset. You can use the opportunity of those 10 minutes to reset yourself so that when you come back into the next 50 minute cycle, you're much more productive. So the fact that you're even working in 50 minute on, 10 minute on cycles will already increase your productivity. What I'm saying is let's up level it a little bit by changing what you do in those 10 minutes. So in those 10 minutes, what I found to be the most helpful are two different things, okay? To use frequencies and spirit to help you resource yourself so you're coming from a much higher level state. So when you come back into the 50 minutes, it's more efficient, more productive, yeah. okay? And you feel better. You don't yeah. feel so drained and tired. Yeah. Okay. So the two things that I have, and I test all these things all the time, okay? Because I really, for some reason, I kind of enjoy um, really finding ways to make productivity more fun and sort of uh, more effective. I don't know why I'm wired like this, but I kind of find it very enjoyable. So in any case, the two things that are the most enjoyable to me and that I found to be the most effective is one, to do some kind of very hard physical thing for 10 minutes. So meaning I will do something like um, a kettlebell, like a 10 minute kettlebell routine or an eight minute ab workout or weights for that period of time. And I'm using weights because for me, just I'm saying this is for me, I like the exertion because it pulls me back into my body. Like I have to, and I usually do it outside. So I like, it seems like I seem like a crazy person and I don't really care. Um, I'll take my weights outside okay, and be outside in the sun. So I'm now no longer sitting in the same place. I've moved myself outside and now I'm doing this more strenuous workout. Does that make sense? Because it brings me extremely present into my body. That is really helpful for me because it shifts my state entirely. Okay. The other thing that I often will do is if that's not available to me is I'll go stand with my feet on the ground, like bare feet to the ground in the sun. And I'm just very quiet and I pull myself into my senses, meaning I become very aware of where the light is, the sound of the buzzing of the insects, the birds, which are very raucous often, right? The sound of the faraway mower. Sometimes I can even hear the ocean, the smells, all that sort of thing. So now I'm using the earth frequency, which is extremely restorative, resets us into the present moment. And I'm amplifying that by amplifying through my awareness, the use of my senses. So now I come very firmly back into my body and into the present moment. That means when I go back in to sit down and work again, I'm very in my body, very present and resourced from a higher order because I've disconnected to the earth. So I am more clear mentally and I'm much more expanded. My state is much more expanded because I've used my senses and now I'm much more connected to the all that is. Yeah. All, and these are all, ideas we've talked about in this series. Yeah, okay? exactly. 
So the other thing that I found really helpful, I don't do this as much anymore, but I used to do it more, is that for 10 minutes, I used to have a little playlist. I have different ones. And I kind of just dance around like a maniac in my kitchen, okay? Because I like, I really enjoy dancing and it allows me to do my body and it uh, makes it, um, because of the feeling of the music, it allows me to enter the feeling of the music. It's a different kind of use of sensing. Does that make sense? Because I like, because a, a music has all these different frequencies running through it, right? So to me, that helps as well. So those are my three things that I do in those 10 minutes to make the next 50 extremely productive, okay? Much higher level order. And the, the discipline is to actually stop at 50. Because some people, when they get going, they're like, oh, well, I just want to get to the end of this thing. But you'll notice that your, your productivity starts to hit, like it yeah. starts to go off a cliff, right? Mm -hmm. The discipline isn't stopping at the 50 mm -hmm. to do the, the 10 minutes. And then you'll find at the end of the day, you feel much better. Because yeah. you've, you've given yourself little breaks the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So what, what you've done is there's been a lot of studies about the human body mm -hmm. and how that relates to productivity. Mm -hmm. And so every organization is concerned about productivity. Of course. But we as individuals are too, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And so what you're saying is the spirit hack part of it is you can bring spirit into this. Yes. And there's some very clean, simple, clear ways to take that mm -hmm. and that spirit concept part of this mm -hmm. and really raise your productivity. Yeah, because you're using your knowledge of spirit yeah. and frequencies yeah. to enable you to integrate yeah. and function at a higher level yeah. order. So another um, thing that I found really productive is um, uh, two things. And this has to do with um, a structure of your day. Okay, so people, some people don't really like structure and other people really love it. Okay, so for you structured people, you're going to love this. People who don't like structure are going to find it kind of annoying. But for me, I like structure, so it's helpful for me. Okay, so um, there's two things you can do to make yourself more productive and more fulfilled. So one thing is the night before, okay, so in the evening, not just before you sleep, but like, I don't know, an hour or so before, to take about 10 minutes, literally, it, sometimes it takes me five, to assess what I really need to do the next day and what are my like needle movers, the things that make a real difference. Like, okay, you have like five million things you could do tomorrow, okay, like a number of them. But there's probably not more than five to seven that will really make a difference in terms of moving projects that you really want to move forward. Like someone needs this piece of information for you for them to do the work to move the project forward. Someone needs to be given direction so that, you know what I mean? Like there's all these little pieces that can move something forward, right? Like you need to create a piece of marketing content, whatever it is, okay? I'm just making things up. Whatever the piece of thing that you need to create or communication you need to do, which will really start to move something forward. There's usually about five to seven that make a real big difference if you really think about it. So to, I usually star those, the ones that are the most important. And then what I do is, my suggestion is, when you wake up in the morning, to do the morning ritual. Okay, so now the night before, you already have a game plan of what you're gonna do tomorrow morning. You're not just waking up and you're like having to look at your phone and you have to like think about your day. And, you know what I mean? You've already done it the night before. So you've taken five to 10 minutes. All you've done is be like, okay, here are my priorities. These are the top five. I actually wanna do them in this order. Okay, so you've already thought about it. You're kind of pre-programmed Pre -pro yourself. Yeah, you, you're like, it's like pre-game. You know what I mean? And you're just like, you have a strategy. Okay. The next thing is for the morning time, this is my suggestion. What, what has worked really well for me. 
There is a GFC called Morning Meditation, Setting the Tone of the Day. This is about setting your own frequency vibration at the highest level order so you don't get pulled into everyone else's urgencies, their deadlines, their whatever to-do lists, okay? It sets you are setting the frequency vibration of that day, which then influences your day because how you react in that moment who even comes into your day will shift because you're vibrating much higher. You haven't just woken up, looked at your phone, and now you're in reaction to the world. Before you do anything else, you listen to the meditation and you're setting the tone, and now the whole day unfolds before you from a highly vibrating order. So that's the first thing, okay? Then the next thing I would suggest, okay, there's actually two steps to this, okay? So the next thing I would suggest is to not turn on your wireless connection, your Wi-Fi. So the first things you do that day after you do movement or meditation or whatever it is that you like to do, okay, to help start your day, the first things you do in terms of work are those five things you starred the night before. You don't turn on your Wi-Fi. So you're not seeing all your inbox. Do you see what I'm saying? You've turned it off that night. When you finish that list, let me back up. I'm sorry, I'm being unclear. So the night before, you're going to this is what I do, okay? So yeah. my suggestion would be you create this little list, you have your priority list. That allows you to relax, okay? Then turn off your Wi-Fi so you're not getting more emails, okay? The next morning, you set the tone of your day in terms of frequency. Mm. You go ahead and work out or whatever it is that you normally do, and then you start your work day. Do not turn on your Wi-Fi. You complete the five things that are gonna be the needle movers first before you turn on your Wi-Fi connection. So you're not getting emails being thrown at you that you, want, you get sucked into. You complete those five things that are needle movers first. Because really, if you concentrate and do those five things, chances are you can do them within one to two hours. If in those one to two hours, nothing so critical is gonna happen that you really, you know what I mean? Like generally speaking, that's not a huge period of time. So once you complete those things, you put them into your mailbox. You know, you send the emails, whatever. They're not going anywhere. They're just sitting in your email. But then you turn on your Wi-Fi. They go out. You've completed whatever other tasks you need to do, right? The five. And then the emails come in. So now you're in response. But now your day has totally shifted because you are at a higher resonating order because you've done the setting the tone of the day. Yep. You've completed the five things that are going to change the move or not change, but shift your projects forward or move them forward and now you're in response to the rest of the day does that make sense yeah. so between these two you're actually what you're doing by doing this is having your frequency vibration set by you you're not being set by in reaction to everything else right so this increases your productivity because you you know what I mean? you're just feeling better more inspired you've completed all the things that are really important to you first in the beginning of the day then whatever else happens happens so those things can yeah. really help. So, so what you've done, Karen, is mm -hmm. just from your own personal and practical experiences mm -hmm. and this world of spirit, mm -hmm. so you've taken this and brought some very practical applications totally. to make your everyday world more sane, mm -hmm. more productive, mm -hmm. more relaxing, mm -hmm. you know, more enjoyable. Totally. And so, you know, I, I think... A number of people come to the table and they think, well, I've got kind of my work world or my whatever world, and mm -hmm. then I've got kind of my spirit, spirit world. world. And they're separate. And what you're saying is, no. No. 
Yeah, bring them together. Oh, well, they're all the same anyway. It's yeah. just your mind that yeah. has like made yeah. them separate. Yeah, and why not? I mean, you have all yeah. this resource from yeah. such a highly vibrating order. Why wouldn't you make your yeah. work day or whatever this thing that you consider to be separate from spirit better? Of course you would like to. So when you talk about spirit hacks, you're saying, boy, you've got some wonderful tools here yeah. that very quickly yeah. can change your yeah. everyday world. Yep. From the moment that you wake up mm-hmm. through, you know, throughout your day yep. and when you retire at the end of the day. Totally. So these spirit hacks can really change your patterns, yep. your, your lifestyle, yep. but also make you much more productive. Yeah. And more fulfilled, ultimately. Yeah. 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 So another thing I'd like to share is, okay. It's really important, or at least from my perspective, and this is again re- referring to the episode of "Can you get more done by being still?" Okay, this is just this is what I'm referring to as this gestation period, where you create space in your day, where nothing you, your outcome is for nothingness. Okay, you actually are there is no goal in this period of time. This is a tough one. It, it can be yes. the concept. The concept at can the be beginning. Really, yeah, it can be really like, hard. That doesn't make, it makes sense. sense. Yeah, no, like how can no, I be? No, you got to keep hammering through it. Yeah. And I tell you from somebody who has tested this many, many times. And still testing. <laughs> still testing. <laughs> that it's actually very important. And I, so the other thing I want to just distinguish is people confuse inner stillness with physical immobility. Mm. Okay? Meaning you can't be in motion and ha- have stillness. I'm not talking about inertness, like physical, not movingness. Yeah. I'm talking about internal, mental, emotional stillness. Okay? So many people, including myself, need to move in order to achieve that internal stillness, yeah. Yeah. right? Because the movement of the body takes us out of that. That's why a lot of people who exercise a lot exercise because it calms the mind. Right? It just everything starts to drop away, you gain perspective, all that stuff. So anybody who who does exercise routinely will tell you that this is the case for them. And that's why they do it in part, in addition to all the health benefits, etc. So it's really important to insert gestation periods in your day. Okay? So for me, it happens to be in the morning and uh, early evening. So in the morning, I do something like I run or something, and I lit- I'm not trying to achieve anything. I'm just going out to run. It's very, I'm just moving my body because it brings me joy. I happen to be somebody who loves to move. You could walk, you could take your dogs out, doesn't really matter, but moving, okay? Outside preferably, if you can, okay? Even if it's in the snow. And I know it's hard for you guys in the winter, but I lived in Montreal for a long time, so I understand the snow. And you can still go out. So my point is, if you can move that period of time, even if you're at a gym, is a period of stillness where you're not thinking. Does that make sense? You're not trying to have an outcome. Now, you might start off with like, oh my God, I got to do this, or la, 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 my to-do list, la, 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 right? It might start off like that. And you'll find that in that movement, that starts to dissipate, okay? Especially if you're not going with a particular agenda. Some people like to use music. I prefer not to. And I would say that part of that is because then you can really notice your mind and if it's stilling internally. 
right? And if the music's going, it's harder for things to come in because it's always playing. Does that make sense? Now, some people who love music are gonna be like, well, I really love my music. Okay, well then play some music. Try, however, seeing what it's like to be in that stillness. It's harder for some people because they don't have the momentum of that music to drive them forward, and I get that. See if you can have the music off for just a period and then turn it back on. The other period of time is in my early evening. I usually bike or something like this, right? And I'm not doing anything other than like tooling around my grandma bike with my little helmet on yeah. just to move and see what happens. And it's funny, sometimes I'll start these with, well, maybe it would be really fantastic if I could figure out like if, if the idea for this next marketing piece could come in or this next piece of text I have to write. Just an just, intention. Just an intention, but it's very loose. Yeah. It's not like I have to yeah. create the thing on this bike ride, yeah. right? So it's like, well, it'd be lovely if that happened. Yeah. And then I get on my bike and then I immediately drop that intention. I'm just like, okay, well, now I'm just biking. And I like get on my bike and I zoom down the hill and I become, again, what happens in when I'm in those periods is I'm opening my senses up. So I become very consumed with the feeling of the wind rushing against my face. Oh, it's really humid today. Or it's more dry. Oh, that's the, I can feel that the clouds are coming in. You can smell it almost in the air, you know, that type of thing. So in those gestation periods, it's really about the sensory experience of that. When I come back, Dennis, all this information comes flying in. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh my God, I forgot about this. this. This is priority. Nope, this moved out in terms of priority. This, all this sort of stuff comes in and I don't have that clarity because I've been sitting at my computer for like eight hours, not really moving. And now I've had the space where nothing's happened mm. and something else can come in. Mm. All this inspired thought, something that's not linear from the mind, right? That's permitted to happen. So I would say inserting gestation periods in your day, yeah. very important. It, it sounds like for each of us as we go on this journey, it's real important that we understand what it takes for us to reset. Yeah. Well, we all love to be creative and productive, so these are fantastic tips, the spiritual hacks to help us do that. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Karen. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group Frequency Calibration on Productivity, Spirit Hacks. The theme of this GFC will be to enhance your productivity through leveraging what we know on spirit level give you more momentum in the physical realm. So first, becoming aware of your body. 
And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of the soles of your feet. Noticing what the soles of your feet are touching. Is it your own skin? Because you're sitting with your legs tucked under you. Or perhaps the fabric of socks. The feeling of the floor, perhaps. And even if it's the air, because you're lying down and your feet are up, noticing the texture of the air. Meaning, is it moist or dry? What's its temperature? Good. And now noticing the relative position of your hands. And as you become aware of the relative position of your hands to your body, notice if this is where you typically have your hands when you sit down or lie down or stand up <clears throat> to meditate. Good. And now please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, notice it without changing it or judging it, just noticing your breath, the depth of it, the rhythm, the speed. And when you've taken a moment to notice your breath, now taking this opportunity to deepen it. Allowing the breath to lengthen, to become more round as it enters not only your front body, but your back body. And allowing your breath to enter spaces it may not have been before. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings, becoming very aware of the sounds around you, other than the sound of my voice. It could be sounds closer to you that are smaller and less obvious, like the hum of a computer fan or perhaps air conditioning, or heating, depending where you are in the world. 
and sounds that are further away. In other rooms, outside, noticing the sound around you. And when you notice the sound of my voice, notice if you can be aware of the direction from which it's coming. Good. Yep. And now please triangulate. For those of you who are new, triangulation is when you identify three individual objects or inanimate objects in the space around you. What they are is irrelevant. You're going to notice the space or the distance between object A and you, and then feel the distance between object A and you. So for example, the table is about two and a half foot away from me. And then feel the distance between the table and you. And do the same thing between object B and you, and then object C and you. Yeah. And what you'll notice is that as you perceive and feel that distance between the objects and you, your own sense of where you are in space somehow becomes more clear, more present, more firm. You're just much more aware. of your own spatial coordinate or where you are in space. Good. And now bring your attention, please, to your xiphoid process right at the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. If you trace your sternum to the base, at its very base, there's a fleshy point that's a little tender when you press on it. That's your xiphoid process. Bringing your attention here and taking a nice deep breath, holding your breath in for a count of five. And whenever you've released all the air out of your lungs, holding your breath out for a count of five. For those of you with a faster count, keeping your attention on the xiphoid process, breathing normally. What we're waiting for is for the mastermind to coalesce or become more coherent. For those of you who are new, please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I work often in silence. So if you don't hear me, I'm still working on you, just not making any noise. To make physical noise would lower the frequencies, which gives you much less momentum, and you also would experience more detox, which does not benefit you.
I also occasionally make sounds. So you may hear me hum or exhale sharply or even yawn, even though I'm not tired. And that's how I also remove distortion patterns. Okay. Good. And now that the mastermind has coalesced and is starting to move in unison, we're going to ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, imagining a brilliance at its very center. And for those of you who've been doing this work for quite a while, you know where we're going, so you go ahead and expand at your rate. For those of you who are new, as you keep your attention on this brilliance, it begins to intensify because you have your attention on it. And as it intensifies, it expands outwards through all of your cells, out through your organs, through your bone structure, out through the pores of your skin, into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware or noticing the brilliance within the sphere. Yeah. And now, please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, please know that I am working on you at spirit level 
to increase your frequency resonance. The higher your frequency resonance, the more effective this session will be. And because you cannot yet come to this level on your own, or this resonance on your own yet, you're in training essentially to your future possibility. Good. Becoming aware, please, of your heart space and also the front of your throat. So in order to be even more productive, it's helpful to have an expansion of time. So we're going to bring you into the center point of your body or space and into the center point of the present moment. Because then when you are present in space and time, time feels expansive and you can get a lot done. So keeping your attention on those two spots. into the center of your body and now pulling you into the center point of time.
Good. So bringing your attention now, please, to your upper ribs. This is between your heart space, the center of your chest, and your nipple line, and your collarbones. So as you become aware of your upper ribs, releasing the distortion pattern of Resistance to a different kind of productivity. Okay, so that's one subgroup. Another is to the work that comes with an increased productivity. That's another subgroup. So it's a resistance to that. And the third subgroup is low self-worth or non-deserving of having a greater level of productivity. Okay. And then the fourth subgroup, which is much smaller, is not wanting the accountability of being more productive. I think there's no excuse anymore. So releasing distortion patterns for each of the subgroups. Yeah, bringing your attention to your solar plexus. This is about resistance to the discipline of having more productivity and the different things you can do to increase it. Okay, so... 
it gives you more productivity, but it also takes discipline to implement. So releasing this resistance to that discipline. Bringing your attention now, please, to that bump at the top of your spine before it becomes your neck. Okay, this is the belief or thought form that these little tweaks can't make that much of a difference. So let's release this so you can implement and see what happens. Bring your attention now, please, to your xiphoid process, about three inches immediately beneath it, clearing out your pain body, and also at the same time, for a subgroup of you, that you have a cap on your potential, okay, and that that cap is your productivity. It's actually not your productivity, but it has to do more with discipline. So just helping you clear this as I empty your pain body. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources, creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, Usually, there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.